Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Dawn on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we all sick and tired of talking about money, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Oh, you're a national athlete, oh, man. No. Yeah, marketing, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. You want your national athlete to teach you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is, did schooling start at school? Uh, yeah, so yeah, so he, should, well. he should start yeah. a sports brand or so, right? Mm. You know, schooling. Schooling starts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. To Wise and Shine, I'm your host Reggie, aka your Chief Financial Coconut, and I'm your co-host Dawn of SG Budget Bay. We're gonna continue from our previous episode that we had with Sheng Jun, um, who's the ex-national swimmer who, who did really well, by the way. Um, and he's gonna share with us the story of transition. So I think the biggest questions we always have is when to transit, how to transit, how to yeah. deal with the transition, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And <laughs> Sheng Jun's transition is a really big one, going <laughs> yeah. from a national swimmer to being in the financial industry it's a huge change so yeah it's crazy it's crazy and, and i think chap- like you must listen to part one if you somehow never listen to 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 the previous episode which is like uh when should you quit right and, and i think i think that provides a lot of backstory into this transition episode mm-hmm. you know into a new chapter of life so yeah maybe you can share with us a little bit like how was that transition like for you mm. yeah i think uh i think part one i did mention yeah, like how the transition was like yes. yeah it was more soft landing for me whereby um, I wanted to make sure that, okay, the, the transition was a smooth one. So we mentioned that there were two styles, right? One is like, oh, I go like, once I drop this, and I go the other one straight away. But mine was more like, I I did like um one quarter financial planning and then a three quarter swimming. Then it became a half, half. Then it became, a, you know, this this way. La. Like mine was like half, half. A then it became landing. a full. Yeah so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I think that was what has worked for me la, in the transition. Yeah, but different people may have different ways to transition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then, do you see that kind of like, tran- in, in a sense of when you're transitioning into a, a new career, like maybe just collectively call it career, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you're transitioning into a new career, like do you feel like there's some sort of skill sets transfer that gets to the other end? Because that is the narrative out there, right? Like, yeah. oh, you must find what you're actually good at, you know, mm-hmm. detach your skills from the job itself mm-hmm. and see whether you can reposition these skill sets into you know, uh, whatever you're doing now. Are you so, doing yeah. it for SkillsFuture, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting, you know. Yeah. Waiting very long already. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I do agree because when I picked my current career now, I did um way like, okay, what was it that... um Because for me, I enjoy collaboration. 
So like I mentioned, I focus on the process. Like for swimming, it was me collaborating with my coach, collaborating with my teammates, my family and my loved ones, uh, my girlfriend back then as well. So um, I wanted to find a job that was similar, that gave me that similar collaboration. Okay, so can I you can, explain a little bit more? Like how yeah. do swimmers collaborate with all these people? Oh, because yeah. when we train like five hours a day, day in, day out, there are tired moments whereby we just want to give up. So then we'll push each other like, hey, let's go. Coaches will push us on. And uh, just being there, anytime we needed them, we could like maybe text our coaches, text our teammates like, hey, wow, I really am tired. Like, mm. like if we need to pick me up. So it was very collaborative and share our problems with one another. Let's say if like I'm stressed about this race, our teammates know that, hey, we're all stressed. We're all in this together. So that was very collaborative to me. And um, knowing like, uh, for me, I... I, I really enjoy the, the relationships built with my, my teammates. La. So I really wanted something that was more relationship-based, a job which offered me that. So two things that came to mind. La. One was a swim coaching, whereby you know I could not, not leave the pool and do yeah, swim coaching. Yeah. Another was a financial planning, la, which was also the similar collaborative kind of skill set. Yeah, but so, most people actually as a swimmer, yeah. a lot of people go down the first route, right? The swim so what coaching. Was your yeah, what was your yeah. decision-making process? And uh, in yeah. fact, being a swim coach, you can earn a lot of money. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how do it's you a train? national athlete, oh, man. No. Yeah, marketing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want your national athlete to teach you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is, did schooling start a school? Uh, yeah, swim, yeah, swim schooling. He should, well. he should start yeah. a sports yeah. brand or so. Like, mm. you know, schooling. <laughs> <laughs> schooling starts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for me, um, yeah, I did try coaching as well for ah, a period of time. So you tried, yeah, okay. But um, I couldn't be... Okay, it's different when you're swimming and you're coaching. Like, when you're swimming, you're constantly... Your body's heated because they're always swimming at high speeds but for coaching um yeah i was in the pool but i was standing in the pool so i i was like very cold all the time so then i could only coach maybe a maximum of two three hours then i'll be like freezing so then that was the first thing that i was like okay i never maybe. saw it from that view mm-hmm. yeah so i no wonder all the swim coaches they have to wear the full suit yeah yeah it's, it's and cold, i was like why you wear until so thick Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, I was like, okay, maybe um, I wanted to see like financial planning, how it was like, and then also like I mentioned in the in the first episode, lah, like my dad really gave me all his retirement like portfolio, his retirement funds. He really funded my swimming. So from there, I was like, okay, this was really a, a calling for me, lah. I was like, okay, what? Like it it really helps me manage my own finances better, my family's finances better, and many others as well. And it also is more collaborative, although like um. Yeah, I think to me overall it's, it's very collaborative. Like, like so far my my career has been quite a smooth sailing. Was one, it like. you been like put in like you saw this and you saw oh maybe that's a sign mm. and you wanting it to ex- wanting to explore that for yourself or was it a case of someone started to see that idea in you mm-hmm. and you're like oh yeah ho. yeah. Which one was it? Actually, it was my best friend in school. La. Both of us studied sports science and management. His name is Luke. Uh, so then he was my best friend. Hey, I met him! Uh, yeah, <laughs> the other day. Correct, correct. So then at that point in time, uh, we I think, I, I'm not sure if he also wanted to be a coach, but we studied sports science and management. For me, I was like, yeah, my trajectory is coach, coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, sports science and management, national swimmer, coaching, man. Yeah. Mm. So, but at that point in time, uh, like I mentioned the, the coaching experience that I had. And then um, he was a student advisor back then. So then I was like, um, he was a first class honor student, mm. but then he dropped to second upper. So I was like, bro, what's so important? Last time then he dropped to first uh second upper. So I was like, what's so important that made you drop the the your first class honors? And it's like, oh um, bro, I, I found a job. La. So I was like, well, what, what job you find? Why so secretive? Yeah, so yeah. then after later, um he's like, oh, uh basically uh, I'm a financial planner. So I was like, what's a financial planner? <laughs> like sounds so like yeah. what? Like, oh, basically I help people solve their problems. So I was like, 
wait, that's a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's a, yeah. He said, you, you, you interested in you, you come and find out more. La. And I was like, oh, I come and find out more. La. So then ever since then, I went, then he told me about like financial planning and everything. And I was like, actually, it's quite fun. Like this is, this doesn't feel like a job. So then um, I don't know whether that was seed planting from him. It was. It was confirmed. This strategy, I also know. <laughs> yeah, but so at that point in time, I was like, yeah, because like, I, I was already looking for something more collaborative. Then coaching was like already like, doesn't didn't seem to be working out for me. So I was like, then there was something else that was eh, similar. Although it's, I had to learn skill sets of like numbers and everything. But my dad was a mathematics graduate, man in NTU mm. as well. Wait, your dad was a swimmer and then a mathematics. Oh no, he was uh, my my uh sisters were swimmers. My dad oh. was um a mathematics graduate from okay, NTU. Okay, okay. Yeah, so math then, is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that study math at that level got no numbers one. <laughs> you know right? XYZ. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. met my friend in, in NUS, right? She she means she was one of the top scorers for math in, in my JC, right? Then she went over there. I was like, hey, how is it? How is math? Mm. She was like, if I can see numbers, I'm very happy already. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all those all weird formulas one. and yeah. they're trying to prove the formula, not, mm. not about the math anymore. My my mom said la, that my, my dad did mathematics because there was less studying and more like formula formula application ah. so well, i don't know i don't know so yeah so then i think numbers um that's why diving into financial planning of course i like the collaborative part but the numbers to me initially was scary but mm. after that i was like hey, how come numbers click to me so much so then after that i went to tell my dad hey dad thanks uh. i think i think your your, 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 your mathematics <laughs> background gave me some yeah so um yeah like, I, I really enjoy it a lot yeah so what about you do you have like an experience transitioning through life I had a lot of transition. I had a lot of transition also. So yes, right. yes. Please, please. I think everyone has a lot of transitions. Uh, 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 but I think mm-hmm. what's interesting is at each crossroad in life, the path that we choose to take. Mm. Share, share a bit more. Share a bit more. You know that we need a pool quote. Is it we need a pool? I forgot uh, that pool yet. Of all people you want to quote, we need a pool. <laughs> of all people, the galaxy has a lot of people to quote. Hey. Okay, okay. We need a pool got a lot of wisdom. You good just lessons, don't know one. Okay. Right? Okay. Stop looking down on the cartoon bear. <laughs> You know, they always say like, when you're at the crossroads, pick the road less traveled, right? Mm. I think it That's what we need the pool says. Yeah, and that pool yet. Correct, we need the pool, right? Okay, I've heard of that before. I don't know that's what we need the pool. I don't know, but maybe. Okay, check, check. Yeah, but but let's focus on the code, not on the source. Um, (laughs) It's about thinking about the pool. I cannot not focus on the source. You really say it's really the pool. You know, that is a focus. Okay, please continue. Later, I'll quote Naruto code. It's that at each crossroad in life, the mm. path that we chose to we choose to go on mm. will then determine our outcome and shape it very differently. Mm. So everyone confirm got transition one la. Mm. You just go through the Singapore education system, you transit into mm. a new uh school or your parents play the property game, you know, every mm. time transit mm. change mm. out, upgrade here and yeah. restructure. Right? Mm. My name is really how we deal with it. How we mm. deal with each stage of the transition is what mm. uh, speaks the most to me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I feel a lot of people when they transit, right, they only care about the next phase. They never wrap up this phase. Yeah. Mm. That is the part that I think it, it, if you do it well, it actually mm. elevates you getting to the next phase, phase of life. It's like mm. it's like how, you know, uh, people always talk about like, oh, you, you leave this job, you change to the next career, mm. you know, or you leave this relationship and then you, you go out dating again, look for the next one. But you don't mm. wrap up this one properly. Mm-hmm. You know, there will be a lot of shit that lingers on that can come back later at you right mm. so that's one 
thing. But there's also the other aspect of like, you know, if you wrap this up properly, it can mm. elevate you to the next level. Mm. Right? Especially when you're changing careers, right? Like sometimes mm. your, your clients become your employers, right? They employ mm. you yep. and then, you know, you, you move over. Then mm. uh, if, you, if you close all the relationships here well, which is what I see some corporate people do. I don't think everybody does it, but some corporate people will send out mass emails to say that, okay, thank you for your support, blah, blah, blah. I'm mm. leaving here and I will be moving on to blah, 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 blah. Right? Mm. And, and I don't see that from everyone. You know, I only mm. see it from some people. And I think that is very, very smart because firstly, mm. that's a opener, right? You're opening up a topic. You're giving mm. people a topic to reach out to you. Right, it's like how you know uh, people always use their birthdays or celebration to organize something, right? So mm. so that people mm. come together, and when people come together, opportunities will will kind of come along, right? So so I think that is that is one part of really closing it well and using it as an opportunity to then elevate your next game, right? Mm. And I think that's the part that that people don't really see it because we always just talk mm. about skills, you know, let's talk about skills, you know, and like, network is a very casual discussion, you, you, but but there are certain tangible ways that I think people can play around, yeah. you know, like did, did, did any of your relationships of your previous life help you in the new life? Mm. Is that an example for you guys? For me, it was more like... Uh, Other than Jia Min, uh, that was the constant that was the constant yeah I agree yeah later we'll talk about the constant but yes yes yeah I I do agree fully with you that like I I like to close I I look at life as units right so if I close this unit then I can move on to the next so for me um, that's why I I really I did a video on my retirement from swimming so that in that sense I I announce it then I know that there is no turning back from it really Mm. because if I don't announce it I don't clearly state and say that I'm done, mm. then maybe I might, hey, no one knows anyways, maybe I go back a bit mm. for a swim or something. I didn't want that to linger. So I just wanted to keep that door shut and then move on. So I think that retirement video really did open up to like conversations and mm. especially for my job is conversations very important. Mm. So in fact, closing that chapter was, was then painful when I uploaded it. I was like, well, okay, this, this yeah, is it. This is it. Once I'm I pressed the, the share, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it really. I'm going to close. Mm. But when that closed, then like, you know, the cliche, um, what, what the cliche uh, when a door closes another yeah, yeah the, the, the door closes another opens yeah. I think that really um, that was something that really happened to me like when I closed that door then this new financial planning door opened for me and nothing else I mean the like what you mentioned the the things that I learned from swimming were being able to transition to this next job but when I um, closed that chapter people were like okay Sunjin's no longer the swimmer but he's like someone that is of a different person already. So then that has helped me to like, hey, transition. If not like, if I don't announce this, people will be like, hey, when's your next race? When's your everything? Mm. They'll be like, oh, actually I retired already. Like leading up to my video, I actually took like two months to post because I needed to like gather my thoughts. During that two months, people were like, hey, when's your next competition? How has training been? Everything? I was like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Mm. So instead of like telling everybody, hey, I'm done, might as well just, just say it. And that really has helped that lingering like, yeah, you know, this has closed. So I really agree with you that like, I, I we shouldn't okay uh, people who want to leave things to linger also can lah, but I say like, for me personally <laughs> I, I, very I feel PC that, uh, <laughs> it's, I it's feel like what you say you wrap yeah. up nicely wrap like, up it's nicely. not you, you it's not really you close or you yeah. end wrap up right? nicely, the, the yeah. most sad part is especially people who are very young and mm. immature yeah, yeah. Um, they end like they quit their job on a bad note yeah. they move on to the next one they start bitching about their previous ones yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like they burn bridges 
they don't bother to keep in contact. And then later on in life, these some of these relationships or ex-relationships come back to haunt them. Yeah. Right? We yeah. all know like that crazy mm. psycho ex-boyfriend girlfriend who mm. appear yeah. and you're like, no, you know he like, mm. I'm not like that one. Uh, mm. Never wrap up properly. Why As- you like mm. that? Especially <laughs> if you come from the better schools. Uh. Because if you come from the better schools, right, a lot of them will end up as management. Mm. A lot of my friends mm. are in management. So it's like, wow, so you manager here, mm. manager. So, so wait, you know, and, and, and all these people mm. are the one making decisions, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. I think there is some reality there. But I, I, I think that like you know all this. Um, I wouldn't say wrapping up well and everything, but like I think not. I would say that uh, for me, it was also a process of learning how to wrap things up mm. because um, I mean, all of us do um unintentionally burn bridges like. yeah, yeah, so yeah. I did burn several bridges that I wish I could have done better if I knew how to wrap things up you want up. a shout out? sorry? you want a shout out? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry to the people that I've heard basically but uh, <laughs> you can repair yeah, it's yeah, not too late yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah. I think that I uh, see it the was burn a, how serious uh. but anyway yes, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was a process for me as well like, because um, I do see like sometimes it's hard to wrap things up because not everyone's like it takes confrontation and it also takes courage to like yeah you know have the tough conversations and uh, really just sit down and you know mature conversations uh. so I think that um, this was also a process for me and um, so yeah like, I if I ever hurt anyone, I'm I'm sorry or so. I mean, granted, this yeah. was your first major transition or so. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. then there would have definitely been things that you didn't know, things you wish you had mm, done better, yeah, but no one's mm, perfect. Yeah, yeah, mm. but I've I have a tip for that. Because like I feel like a lot of people don't realize the power of the space they are in. Right. So if you want to do something like that, like you want to hold a tough conversation, right? Find mm. a good space. Like mm. literally like a mm. uh you know, decently quiet place, but mm. not too quiet until it becomes like just you and just two of mm. you. Mm. You know, like then then there's no other things around to kind of like share the energy or share mm. the attention. Because when you want to do tough conversation, sometimes you know, whether is it you receiving one or you mm. doing one, nah, mm. the, the, the energy will kind of sway around, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need something mm-hmm. else to look at or you need to be attached to something mm. to hold space for you to then do the tough conversation. So essentially, I think, you know, the best space that I have experienced so far doing tough conversation is a relatively quiet cafe. Mm-hmm. Okay, like high ceiling, quiet cafe. There are some, some seats around, there's some movement around, but you know, you, you and the person you're trying to confronting is in a relatively safe space, you know, but have your own privacy. Don't mm. be fully private. Don't be in a very noisy place, mm-hmm. right? So we somewhere then, and, and those are the good spaces that you can really do that kind of like confrontation, you know, mm. I feel like that, that is mm-hmm. how I, I do it. And that's how, I've, after I've seen many different things, tried many different ways, I think that space is very important. But also at the mm. same time, um, doing that is a high cost move, right? That means you mm. need to essentially pick the people that you will do that with. It's not for everybody, right? Because mm. to put it as bluntly as possible, not every relationship matters the same, right? Mm. So mm. so you will only use it for the select few. La. And mm. likelihood, the, the regrets that you feel is only for the select few, mm. right? Not mm. for everyone else, right? Yeah. So so if if we were to... If, if you're listening in and you want to wrap up some of these things, right? I think finding a decent space so that you can borrow that space to support you, mm. I think is, is, is so underappreciated. Can I talk a bit more about like, you know, what you can bring over from your previous role or your previous place Mm. after the transition into your new one. So do you Mm. feel like, you know, I mean, the ideal situation, people always talk about how life happens for a reason. You learn Mm. everything already. Don't just give up, right? Like Mm. milk it, 
milk your skills, translate them into something else. And that's mm. where like skills future and job switching all comes into play because yeah, yeah. your skill set can also be transferred mm, into another mm. job as long as you pick up a few new skills to complement it. You know what mm. skills future need? Skills Future Festival need us to do a live set. <laughs> yeah, so please. Yeah. But do you feel like there were any mm. skills in particular aside from collaborative teamwork mm. um, mm. that you inherited or took out from your swimming phase mm. into mm. your new phase of life? Mm. Uh, for me, I think definitely. Like uh, the clearest one would be, I'm not saying I'm hardworking, uh, but hard work is definitely trans. Which athlete is not hardworking? <laughs> which dancer is not hardworking you know it's like if you mm. if you want to do something you know and you want to play if you want to perform at a high level mm. you have to be hardworking it is, mm. it is the basis of things mm. right the the search for shortcut is real right because who mm. the one a faster more efficient way mm. but I think um, a lot of us have already forgotten this idea that hey you must do the grind if you want to be damn good at it you must do the grind 200 episodes in you'll be good yeah. at it right mm. so you know, and, and that is something that I think people need to need to realize so don't say like, hardworking is hardworking <laughs> Say, right, it's good, right? Be proud about it. That's why I say hard work is a virtue, man. Yeah, exactly, right? I wake up 5 and go and swim five hours, you cannot, right? <laughs> yeah, after right. that, I pack up, I go go and work, right? You know, you know what I mean, right? So so don't okay, don't okay. don't need to so uh like safe so and you know, like oh <laughs> okay. yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Okay, so but hard work definitely that one has key. Helped. Yeah, because uh I mean end of the day people buy like uh like you know, um insurance or investment plans is more for I mean insurance is of course the claims are right. So for me, I try my best to claim as fast as possible. I think that's something that I, I like help them claim. I know how to submit. It's okay, okay. Hey, it's a good thing. It's okay. true. It's true. I think yeah. it's good. Like I think Imagine it's good. you yes, wait yes. very long for your claim yes, to yes, come. Yes, yes, yes. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. like all the you know the I need to work hard. I need to work hard. I I transitioned that into mm. this business, and of course investments, all the all the fun. I don't know whether I'm allowed to say this, but the fund switches and everything. Uh, we can really help to make fast uh fast switches and everything like because markets are always moving, ma. So I think that this is something that I bring, and then another thing is because last time I used to swim physically for five hours, um, as opposed to I'm not saying which one's harder lah. Both are hard, but now it's like since I'm not using, like I only have to use my brain ma. So to sit down to work for ten hours to me is it doesn't feel hard. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not, but to me, to me, I enjoy work. So like sometimes I have 10 hour work days whereby from morning to night, I'll just keep working because for me, it's like, I'm not like expending my energy. I'm just using my brain. Mm. So I think that that's something that has transitioned well for me. So it's the hard work and perseverance that you mm. took out from your swimming career yeah. and you're now applying your new stage of life. Yeah. Wait, to do 10 hours work straight, right? Essentially, you block out every other thing, right? I plug in sometimes airports, on, on some uh, level, right? You, you know, you know what yeah. I mean. Like to have that kind of concentration, right? That means everything else suddenly not important. Yeah, uh, I you're cannot. Just, you're just gonna mm. do that, mm-hmm. right? So, so that is the expectation of an athlete in that sense, right? Because in you are in sense, high intensity right? game, you're, you're mm. just, you're just, you're just doing it. Yeah. And then you take that same thing into into like working in a corporate job. Mm. So mm. you, so you cannot tahan the pantry people, right? Uh, Always go no, pantry. No, no, no. Get the drink. Get the coffee. No, like, <laughs> how you are today? Yeah, that kind. Right, right, right. Different. No, but my my. Office guys, I'm trying to get you cancelled. Right? <laughs> no, yeah, that's like, my profession. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is different. Uh. Like for me, um, as in I usually just let them know, like, cause maybe they might need to go to the pantry to recharge their minds. So I'm I'm okay with that also. Like sometimes when I eat, yeah, I, some I have a chocolate. Pantry wow, is yeah. that pantry thing, okay? What's <laughs> wrong? Yeah. <laughs> 
But I find that um yeah for me what helps is because I rather just sit down and finish everything. I do have I mean the ten hours is inclusive of maybe a half an hour lunch break. Uh, maybe I go to the toilet. You don't need to clarify like that. <laughs> yeah, so it's not ten hours. <laughs> like, okay. like, I wanna, so yeah, that yeah, people yeah. don't don't feel yeah. like like so that's the benchmark. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, at least I know that I, I do take breaks uh, here and there. So um, I think that uh, usually yeah, like my office people have been very understanding. Like, like I will just plug in the airport. So I say, hey, I gotta I gotta work because for us um, although we go out and and talk to people to understand their situation, when we go back, we are actually portfolio uh, building. So and that portfolio building can be quite a process sometimes. Uh. Mm. So for me, um, why I work ten hours as opposed to like um maybe few hours per day. Like my ten hours is not every day; it's some days because when I start something, I rather just finish it. Like it's like mm. a training session. Mm. So when I start on a portfolio, I like to just like oh this is my training session. No? So I go finish that whole thing. Then when it's finished, then then I'm done. Yeah. So how how so how if someone wants to be a little bit more like that, right? Like mm. wants to be a bit more have the ability to concentrate you know mm. for a longer time mm. right like what would you advise them to do i think it's to know that um like like what i mentioned right the, about the lingering thing do you want to close this unit and then move on for me i think of it as hey, once i finish this right, i just have to sit down 10 hours once i finish this i don't have to think about it already because if i were to leave it there then i go do my other things i'll keep thinking wow this one's not done yet this one's not done yet then i will keep like even i cannot truly enjoy something so mm. I usually just let my family know, my loved ones know, hey, um, for the next few hours, I'll be damn busy. Mm. I just finish everything first. Then when I move on, I can truly enjoy that next moment. So it's about being present in that moment to know that, okay, I'm present now. I'm only going to put this amount of hours. I'm going to make sure I finish it. And then when I move on, I can truly move on from this thing. Yeah. Mm. I think that works for me. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. I get mm. it. I get it. I mean, yeah. um, but to, to add a layer on top of that, I think when, once you move into like managing multiple different type of tasks, you know, managing mm-hmm. multiple different people, then everybody is trying to seek your attention mm-hmm. at any one point in time, right? Then, yeah, yeah. then you, you got to find a way to kind of prioritize like what is more important and all that. And then mm-hmm. you select from that, right? Essentially, then you double down. But I don't mm-hmm. I don't fundamentally dispute with that mm-hmm. idea of like you want that mm-hmm. focus. You yeah. want to you wanna double down yeah. on that. I, I, I think that this is um maybe might not be so applicable for everyone because for me, we are self-employed. So I get to control my hours. But I do understand that people who maybe like office jobs, sometimes they want to finish this work, but then another work comes and say, no, this is more urgent. You finish this. No, sorry could, on my life. Yeah, I could never, <laughs> I could never do that because I like I like to like do one thing at a time. I find yeah. that if not, then everything is like, oh, I, I'm working on this. So like my my heart is with this, but then I have to finish this. That's why part of the reasons why like financial planning clicked with me was yeah. because I could truly do like what I want to focus on at that time. I want to ask a little bit more about like the transition phase. So you see, I, yeah. previously before this transition, your main focus and your main KPI mm. is yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? All that mattered was your timing at the mm. race, at each meet, at each training, it mm. was all about you. Mm. But now you've transited into a role, a new phase, whereby it's no longer about you. Mm. It's about other people. Mm. That's a huge 360 change. No, 360, mm. go back to Singapore. Sorry, 180 change, mm. right? Mm. How do you deal with the differences in that way, mm. emotionally-wise? I think for me, I think of it as similarities as well. Because last time was um, I wanted to do my coaches, my parents, my loved ones proud. And then now it's still the same, you know, that core of like, I still want to do my family proud, just in another field. And also in that process, um, last time, like my coaches and everyone, I wanted to do them proud. Now it's like how I want to help my clients as well. Like, hey, to make them feel like, okay, I think one of the, one of what my friends told me was like, hey, you know, I can, 
proudly tell people that you're my financial planner. So I think that is something that like I know that hey, this collaboration was was worth it, was was a good one. So I try to look at the similarities, although this is not like physical, but it's more like mental. But mm. I pick the different things like collaboration, um, doing my loved ones proud, all these lessons, I bring it to the reason why I do my job. Mm. So I think that in everything we do, there are always differences, but there are also similarities. Yeah. I like that. Focusing and training your eyes, your vision to focus on yeah. the similarities. So at least you don't feel like you're giving up something. Mm. It's you're taking things that you have learned in a previous chapter of your life and bringing them into the next phase to no, do even better. But previously, I did a chills episode with Xiaoyin, mm. quick Xiaoyin. She also she said something like you but but all that being said you should still grieve for the lost dreams and the mm. lost mm-hmm. that, yeah. that, that you you have given up yeah, right? yeah. Like, uh, treat that as a kid and then grieve for them mm-hmm. so that, that is quite interesting also mm-hmm. so, so that's that. I do admit now that like there are times where when I'm driving to work that's the thing about my swimming days mm. but it's more like a, I will grieve for it like for like five minutes like while driving like, I was like wow this is like I could have done this better uh, that's like but now like you know we can always find a, a new joy in my life now as a planner so I'm like yeah but now that has officially closed mm. but that doesn't mean I can't think about it lah. but mm. I think about it like okay but now that has closed and yeah. now what can I move on yeah, yeah. to and always revisit exactly, and to grieve I exactly, think it's important exactly. and, and, and I think it's, it's quite apt to drop this one line although I hate one-liners right but I think this one-liner is quite apt like, which is if you have a big enough why right you will go through anyhow Mm, right so mm. so the, if your reasons are stronger but okay that being said right, don't anyhow la, right there are certain <laughs> ways that are just more efficient than others right don't don't blind blind mm. but but if the reasons are strong enough then a lot of other things become deprioritized mm. they're not as important right whether you mm. can get to swim often whether you can get to do other things it's mm. no they they all get deprioritized because mm. because you you want to do this mm. right and then you reprioritize yourself right i think mm. that's that's a that's a baseline that think more people should think about right because you cannot you just cannot have everything there are physical mm. limitations you can have mm. imaginations but you must wake up and execute mm. right mm. I, I think that's that's a base hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mm-hmm. Right, but, but in transitioning to mm-hmm. something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people will talk about the changes and mm-hmm. talk about all that shit, right? But, mm-hmm. but what has stayed constant? Because I feel mm. like that some things need to stay constant. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't stay constant, then you you essentially go into a mess, right? And mm-hmm. it's so hard to transit, especially when mm. when it's not constant. Mm. Cannot say jamin. Ah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think one thing for me <laughs> that has really stayed constant was really... jamin. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean a the few people. others. Uh, the family. People, okay, I would okay. say family. Uh, yeah. Jamin falls under family yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Like um, I always want to see like, okay, what can I do to really always bond my family closer together? Um, we have changed roles ever since. Uh, like last time my my parents used to take care of me um, financially as well. But now as I grow older, I'm taking care of them. Like the roles switch. Like, and I think it's uh, to recognize that, hey, um, although yes, you know, we can always think of it as, hey, well, last time they took care of me, not take care of them. It's a difference. But I see it as, hey, you know, it's a transition and it's uh, more of, um, but I think the, the similarity is that, um, we are still closely bonded. Uh, and that really goes to show that like, actually swimming wasn't the thing that bonded us. 
but it's more like how we approach the situations that we are dealt with. Not mm. even as a financial planner, I still tell them that, hey, you know, today I went for this appointment, that appointment. Then they are still as eager to, hey, yeah, how, how's this, how's that? Mm. So that gave me a certain sense of peace to know that, hey, whether I'm a swimmer or whether I'm a financial planner, but we can still bond if we choose to bond. Mm. And uh, like, you know, last time I used to talk to, yeah, like my family, like Jiamin as well, I used to talk to her about my swimming, but now I talk to her about my career, my financial planning. And then that has still bonded us closely together. That space together. is still there. Mm. It's just the yeah. topics in that space mm. have yeah. now changed. Because it did come across my mind like, oh, wow, if I retire from swimming, what am I going to talk to my, my parents about? Mm. And then I was like, will this change our family dynamic? But the very fact that now it has still stayed, I think that that has really driven me and, you know, it, it keeps me like mentally in a very good headspace. I picked yeah. up on something, you know, like one thing people always forget about a transition phase is that emotions of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And you, 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 you didn't say that, but I heard it in your yeah. answer. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we, need, we should deep, deep dive more into this, right? Like mm. a lot of people are just they cannot deal with uncertainty. Mm. Especially those who are planners, you know, everything Mm. must have an outcome. Mm. I need to know when will this transition phase end, Mm. when I will be successful again, when I'll hit Mm. the next high, the next peak. So Mm. it has to be very concrete. But Mm. transitions, as the word suggests, is you really don't always know know what is on the other end. Yeah, Yeah. 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 how do you deal with the uncertainty? Do you have any tips for our listeners? I got Uh, tips. Can I give tips? Okay, Okay. what's (laughs) the tips? So... Mm. I think I think all the uncertainty that, that you're mm. you're talking about just now, right? It manifests mm. as like bits and pieces of random pointers and and, mm. and ideas in your head, right? Mm. It's very messy. And random mm. regrets. Yeah, yeah. What uh, if- yeah, yeah. It's not it's very random yeah. one. It, it's not like organized shit, right? So mm-hmm. so this and, and it had all sorts of random turns. Someone says something can trigger you. It's very, very luan, right? So mm. what I will do when I when I vividly recognize that I'm in that state, right? What mm. I will do is I will essentially just scribble. Right, so I I want to see that visually because I don't want them mm. to be here, right? So so in order to work on them, you know, I I first throw all of them out on a sheet of paper, essentially, mm. right? And it does not need to be like one line, one line. I don't need to. I just scribble as and when, right? So so as as it all start to come out, then you know once I once that nagging kind of disappears, that means I know that all is out already. Right, and once it all is out, then you start to cancel what is not important, what is not important, what do I really want, what is my main concern, is there a way to rectify this, mm. right? So, so to me, that is the first transition, translating what is the mess in your head onto a piece of paper, and mm. I, I think that that is so basic, but it works, right? So that's yeah. your coping mechanism. Yeah, that yeah, no, no that, that's my that's my clarity seeking process, mm. and then after that, that, I'll start to see okay, this one right actually not valid, mm. this one right actually uh these three boils down from the same source of problem mm. right and then is there a solution here that I can do so it's like you, you just clear one by one right then it becomes a once you're cleared with it then you mm. must sit with whatever you, you cannot clear easily because there are definitely some things that you cannot just remove easily like what if uh my team is not a great team, you know. Then you can email them or LinkedIn them, right? Just talk to them and say, oh yeah, uh, I'm going to sign the paper soon. So I would just like to get to know you a little bit better. You know, like, uh, how is the culture here? Like, blah, 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 right? So it's not that difficult, mm. right? It, it's just it's just that you need to be clear of what 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 it is, right? And also be clear that some things uh, don't have easy answer. Like, and then sit mm. with them. I think that's kind of how I manage it. For me, I do it very differently. Uh. Whenever I'm in a transition phase, right, what I do is I create a lot of backup plans. Mm. So oh, my caveat here is yeah, I'm a planner, plan. right? I'm yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, that yeah, guy yeah, who yeah, cannot yeah. deal with mm. uncertainty uh, in life. Uh, mm, so mm, I always mm. have plan A, this happens. If plan B, if this happens, C and D. And mm. depending on how uncertain the uncertainty mm. is, then I can have as many as like five to six plans. Mm. Yeah, but you 
usually it's anywhere between like two to three or even four. Mm. And then that gives me that reassurance that, okay, things are very messy. I really don't know. It could go any way. But at least if it goes any of these ways, I have a plan. Yeah, that's also how I actually deal with my insurance planning, by the way. I really think of what are all the different situations that could happen. I think the difference, as you guys know, um, I don't wait for an insurance person to prompt that in mm, me mm, mm. I plan for myself so I ask myself all these questions I go out there and find the details and then I come up okay plan A plan B plan C plan D what will it take for me to prepare for this plan or what do I need to do to get prepared and then I see if I want to take the action on those mm. yeah and sometimes I like to also depending on what the plan is uh, I may already start acting on the different plans all at one go while living so I leave mm. all the door op- op- mm. potentially oh, open the planner mm. like, yeah I'm really super planner plan. one I cannot oh do goodness. plan one you yeah. know yeah. Yeah. yeah then slowly mm. okay if I decide on this route then I slowly close this door mm. and mm. wrap up oh. yeah, super planner wow <laughs> that is interesting yeah. what, what about what about yeah. you I think both of y'all make a lot of sense don't so call what, 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 what is yeah. yours what, what is, is yours your, your I, think, version. I think I do have similar traits uh, bits uh. and pieces from both of you guys uh, for me it's more of um, yeah. <laughs> having a <laughs> having a backup plan is good and uh, to tap onto that point right like um, I'm uh, very like I do a lot of catastrophizing so I think the worst case worst case worst case mm. the 1% that will happen I'll always think but there, there is a like word for doesn't. that I think it's catastrophic. I think really? like, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or catastrophic thinking. Okay. But um I also for, always have that. Yeah. You know correct. the what the that mm. show called Final Fantasy? Is it the one where everyone uh, uh, Final Destination? Oh, everyone dies. I, have I always that. have those moments. Yeah. You drive on the thing, the 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 rod from the oh, lorry. Okay, my mind is not so not not that kind of <laughs> that mine is very more, catastrophic. Yeah, yeah. That one is more <laughs> like the worst case scenario. La. Maybe uh, less um okay, catastrophizing maybe a bit morbid. strong. <laughs> maybe a uh, worst case scenario thinking. Mm-hmm. So um like what we mentioned about grief just now, usually when I cause our business we need to approach people. So usually I will give two scenarios in my head. One is the the most likely case scenario. And um what has helped, okay, I'll get to the most likely case scenario in a bit. But the worst case scenario would be I would um, allow myself to grieve. Let's say the person says like, oh, I, I don't like you. Not, usually they don't say that. Lah, but <laughs> but I, I put that in the cards. I don't like you or I don't trust you or um, um, I, I don't see you as a person I work with. So all these worst case scenarios, I live those moments first. So mm. that when it comes, then I'm like, okay, at least I have grieved on that before. When it doesn't, then hey, it's a bonus for me. Mm-hmm. So I kind of live that first, get used to that feeling so that when that rejection happens, I'll be okay. But then then um, that's where I balance that side. But um, then to be aware that hey, there is a good side. Generally, everyone, most people are nice. So generally, the likely scenario is that they will just give me an opportunity. Lah. So then um, I go in, this can happen. But the most likely thing is this will happen. So that I go in with the, the positive mindset that, okay, I'm going to ask and then they're going to say yes. But even if they say no, at least I, I'm prepared for that. Yeah, then I think that the energy that we give people will be like, hey, this guy's like, you know, very positive. And like, um, because for our business, it's like, you know, when we when we make friends, you will want to make friends with uh, maybe different people got different. But for me, la, for me, I like to, uh, you know, surround myself with positivity la, and uh, people who really can uplift one another. There are times where we grieve, but when we grieve, we say, hey, we're grieving now. Can you help pick me up? Not the, I mean, there are people who maybe need to grieve more, but uh, I generally like to surround myself with uh, equally um, uplifting people. So that's me. Mm -hmm. I love that hack, actually. It's such a good tip. 
Like you run yourself through the different scenarios and you oh. let yourself feel those emotions first before they are imposed on you mm-hmm. by someone else. See, planner need this, right? <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I, it's like it's the same, mm-hmm. but the difference is The methodology is, that, is slightly yeah, different. Yeah, I, I focus on the concrete mm-hmm. actions, yes, right? Yes, Whereas yes. he's focusing Should more on the emotional, emotional side of it. it. I find mm-hmm. that actually mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but we if we talk about what is constant, right? Like Because I think I think there's a little bit more to be discussed. Because a lot of people when we talk about transition, it's, it's a lot of these, all the uncertainty what's going to mm. happen they mm. don't lean into what is constant right like mm. like how like how you know like maybe you are uni you know you come out you 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 know when you're in the university you have like all these like society right, and all these different things among all the friend groups then mm. once you come out to work right suddenly all those things get like chopped off immediately mm-hmm. right and and for whatever reason maybe because you're busy you know maybe for, for for all sorts of reason you you remove mm. all of them in order to full focus on this new phase of life mm. right and and to me this is very problematic because essentially all the systems that you have created previously to support you to thrive is dead mm-hmm. right from the get-go and 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 it's it's, it's very it's, it's crazy in in my my worldview because i have shifted countries mm. a few times right so i lived in china i lived in malaysia so i live in multiple different places and i realized every time when i shift mm. wow the first few months is horrible mm. yeah, because you, you are essentially mm. starting from scratch you are mm. finding all the pieces that you're familiar with and try to mm. see if you can recreate like can you find a gym there can you find a pool there can you find some mm. friends there mm. is there a cafe here you know like mm. and where do you find some people to connect with mm. you know so the whole recreation is a mm. big process yeah. right mm-hmm. and i think people People should not just um, drop the whole thing and then like change a career or change to mm-hmm. a new thing or like just totally forget that. You must mm. lean into it, right? Like like what are the friends that you have, mm. especially if you're not just shifting out of a country, mm. la, right? Mm-hmm. You have all that. You should lean into it, right? And then mm-hmm. and I would say prompt your friends, right? Let your friends know, hey, I'm going to change a job. Ah, maybe mm-hmm. quite hard on me. Ah. Maybe mm-hmm. we can meet a bit more often, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's good to prompt your friends. Let them know mm-hmm. in advance, right? Then they mm-hmm. can be the kind of support pillar. Mm-hmm. To, to help you I so lean that. into your support system yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and don't like just don't just chop it off yeah, 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 yeah. 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 correct correct yeah. but it's so yeah. common it's so common that people I, I don't know you don't find it common no you don't feel <laughs> you don't think it's common like people just chop off whatever that they have done like the go big or go home kind of shit right like mm-hmm. like you just clean it up and then you just move on to the next thing and then you believe like mm-hmm. I'm starting afresh you've not mm-hmm. heard that actually if there's anything I, dis- I realised in this conversation right uh. Is that we're, the two of us here are a little bit more on the emotional side. You yeah. are the very like less emotion. So I guess that's why you, you encounter this a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you the first instinct is yeah. lean into family already. Yeah, lean into yeah, loved she, ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's a very interesting yeah. perspective. Huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't have that privilege. Uh, right? So so yeah, I don't really have that. So it's a... It's a we, you can call us next time. Yeah, okay. You say, <laughs> one, uh, you say uh, I will call. Uh, I call them, uh, live, live stream. Is, uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, realize, yeah. Uh, yeah, we always lean in with the, yeah, the yeah. people who are close to us. Lean on the support yeah. system. I think that yeah. important because through transitions there's always mm. a lot of big feelings yeah. uncertainty mm. fear because mm. so many things are unknown mm. um mm. Uh, questioning yourself because you're learning something new right mm. so everyone is bad when they first start mm. up mm. at something new and mm. it, it takes a lot of resilience and courage to accept that you're bad for now mm. but mm. you will get better and trust mm. in the process trust in the journey yeah. then you need the emotional yeah. support that I will yeah. get there. So I think that's really important to mm. recognize when people are going, like when, if you are in a transition phase or you're going mm. to or about to go into a transition phase, mm. 
and then embrace yeah. these feelings instead mm. of just you know like brushing them yeah. aside and the only thing that will really keep us going throughout is usually the mm. constant that emotional yeah. support mm. I think um, to add on to that like for me as well transitioning from a swimmer to now uh, a working adult I would consider um, to have that constant emotional support is important mm. so um, I connected back with like my friends who were once uh, who retired earlier than me la. like a few of them uh, I mean Timothy Ben King and um both Ben used to train together with me back when we were kids. So um, then after I retired, he's like, hey, time to like, you know, now it's your time to live life for mm. real now for yourself. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said, like, I will teach you how to live life. Mm. And um, and then I, I'm also how, constantly- Where did Ben bring you? How, how, how to live he, life? He he taught me, I mean, like he, he's always a call away. La. So when I asked him like, hey, um, different things I'm facing, transitioning, then he, he transitioned much earlier than me. La. So I think that um, he's always ready to answer my calls. I think that's really good. And um, also for Timothy- so Is he ready to answer our calls? Uh, <laughs> I get it. I, 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 Yes, man. <laughs> yes, you know we got a second tier relationship now, right? Okay, so Russell yeah. and Ben next episode, okay? Yeah. Oh. Like, hey. <laughs> and um, yeah, another like so Ben is someone that I call if I were to face anything like new, um, mm. uh, my career past a swimmer, and um, we can always look at like I always look at common themes, right? Like finding my my like what you say, finding my why. Like one thing is family bond, uh, closer relationships with my family. And also something that I hold dear is really fitness. So um, it's been one year since I've, I think one year plus since I retired. But um, you know, there's another retired athlete called Timothy. He's a track and field guy, la, Olympian um, back in 2016. So he's been keeping fit ever since his retirement. He retired back in 2017. Sorry, we connected back again uh, recently, I think uh, two years ago. And then I started gymming with him. So I think that emotional support to add on is, is very important. Like to know that, hey, we are at a different phase in our life, but there are common reoccurring themes like love, uh, family, family love, uh, uh, what we can, uh, like fitness for me. And then I think for people to find like what are common reoccurring themes that we can transition. And then it might not be the same activity. Mm -hmm. Like the last time I swam probably was like two, three months ago or mm -hmm. four months. In fact, um, I only swim maybe yeah once every four months, one dip and then that's it. But um, there are I'm and still keeping fit. Hours. Yeah, <laughs> one, no one, one dip, dip for like, like like twenty minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. yeah, so I think <laughs> yeah, common themes uh, to identify those common themes and then try to find different things that we can apply those common themes to. Yeah, I think really helps with the transition. Nice. That's great. So we got a lot of guests next round. We got Timothy. Got <laughs> okay, just to wrap up, I think this has been a really nice episode. <laughs> uh, we talked about transitions. So um, I think I'll just, in, in mm. closing, I think my biggest takeaway was recognizing the feelings involved mm. in a transition phase uh, and finding your why focusing on, on things being better and trusting in the process is really important mm -hmm. and that the transition will come to an end mm -hmm. and then you go into another phase and then another transition again mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's true it's really that's why a book has many chapters yes, right yes, they're yes, all yes. main mm -hmm. no, multi-facetic and every chapter becomes better right mm -hmm. you get better and better at it right you you mm -hmm. just there's a general mm -hmm. um, uptrend in, in, yeah. in my in my view like if you yeah. see it as a from a visual standpoint if, if it's mm -hmm. a linear growth and then there's a turn mm -hmm. you know then and then there's a dip and then you come let's say you come back to growth again um, each dip and the dip before there's some mm. 
difference. And in right? chapter 11, so, you'll yeah. find Easter eggs back to chapter <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 2, that and kind then, of stuff. And then, yeah, so, yeah. so, so yeah, there's always, always everything a kind of shit. Yeah. Right always Actually, thing. can I add something yes, as well? Yes, please. Yeah, because um, I'm not sure Banking if how many... Number. Oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we are talking about transition, right? And yeah. I think a common theme for the, the people that I meet lah, is that they are um, maybe transitioning from a student to a working adult. Mm. One thing that I think that has really helped my family it's really um, talking about finances. So for me, I was grateful that my sister did. Lah, because um, when uh, kids or students transition to work, that, that would be... Yeah, students <laughs> 30s trans- already, you will yeah. see every student yeah. as a kid. Yeah. So, right? <laughs> so they will, their parents will more or less be retired. So one thing, an activity that my sister, which I'm really grateful for that she did, was that she sat the family down. Like we talk about tough conversations. And she's like, okay, um, mom, dad, I know that both of you are retired. How much is the family expenses per month? How can we help you as working adults now to strategize? Like, you know, that then, then from there, we talk about finances. How much do they spend? Then my parents lay everything out. And then, um, then from that, we know, okay, this is the value. Then how me and my two sisters can like split that value to, to help support my family. So I think that this exercise, I, I want to share it with um, the, the students who are transitioning as well, when they transition to work life, because I think money is something, my sister said, like, money is something that's very hard to talk about, even with family. So to have this activity that say, hey, um, we are holding this very safe space now. This is so that there won't be any feelings of emotional, feelings of resentment or like, hey, why my kid is not giving enough? Because enough is very very subjective like mm. how much is enough for my family so to talk it out how much is the expenses and then okay is this enough we do we give a buffer so i think that this family activity has really maintained that relationship with my family and i to know that hey finances we already talk about it we are mm. all settled so i think that this can be a good activity it for, is. It for is. others yeah. who are outside who yeah. maybe just graduated started work then to sit down and like, hey, um, mom and dad, we, we do this for the purpose of like to make sure that we are taking care of one another. So how can we do that? Yeah, I think that's a good activity. Yeah, it is, it is. And, mm. it, and to be fair, it's not just about like student to like, you know, career. But there, mm. are, there are some people that give up high-flying careers to explore something that is like newer. Mm. You know, maybe start their or own high thing. Or high-flying careers to become stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And there yeah, will be yeah. a financial that, impact. And, yes, mm. and, and I think that discussion needs to exist, right? Yeah. You mm. need to talk to all the people that are within the circle, whether it's your partner, your parents, your kids, even your kids, you know, even mm. if they're very young, I think, you know, at some level, you, you should have mm. a conversation with them to let them know that, you know, because I want to pursue this for mm. blah, 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 blah reason, some mm-hmm. things have to go and we need to come to our consensus. Mm-hmm. And driving that consensus is, is so important. And sometimes, yeah. you know, the funny thing is, before you make that move or that, that change to translate mm. into something else, we tend to perceive the cost as very high. Mm. But after having this kind of conversation, you may sure. then realize that, hey, actually the perceived barrier to entry or the cost is uh, yes. not that high. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes, and yes. it gives you a bit more confidence to yes. go and explore yes. it. Yes, there's mm. a general tendency to over buffer. Yeah. Mm. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's something that uh, we can really we can really mm. look at. Mm. Yeah. So for me, transitioning to different chapters of life, I think the common theme one is is I never saw it that way, but yeah, I do I do that a lot. Right. Every time I shift from one place to another place, I will look for the same thing. Mm. You know, the same mm. few things, you know, mm. and the same uh, the same type of people. There's a general tendency to to kind of come together. So lean mm. into that recurringness so mm-hmm. that you find comfort in it. Then uh, it kind of makes transition a bit simpler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do feel so. So mm-hmm. yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you. Great episode yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. So if people want to look for you and they don't know your IG, where where, where should they look for you? Uh, <laughs> I think IG, can, can put my IG name down. Yeah, 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 yeah I just, think that would be... Mm. 
Yeah, but also, uh, I mean, take this time to also thank the people who have supported me to make my career, a, uh, the transition a smooth one. Because I ultimately, I'm in an industry whereby people need to trust me to for me to work on their portfolios. So for me, so far, it has been it has been a smooth sailing one. Actually, it's a reflection of the person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the fact yeah. that you can transit and those relationships came in to help, right? It's, over, it's always what they say, karma, right? Mm. You build up over the years. Yeah. If you did things badly yeah. in the beginning then you won't have that later mm, you must rebuild the karma yeah yeah, yeah like, listen to the episode we talk about harder. reputation plug in plug in yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. just wanna yeah, take this time to thank everyone as well la. Mm. and also yeah, la, if there's any questions whether it is life related or financial planning related anything la, basically I'm always uh, I mean Instagram I'm quite active there so can always DM me so there. if someone wants to so take a big DM. change <laughs> and investigate of the transition fear of the unknown can they go and DM you yeah sure I'm happy to help because um I mean I did have mentors that helped me along the way mm. like um besides Ben I do have different mentors as well like people who have been there done that I always like to like what you say being the first is hard but learning from people that hey, actually this is something mm. that they have done yeah I'm, I'm happy to help for the people that has helped me I'm happy to pay that forward yeah yeah so if Sun Jin never reply your DM you screenshot send me yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, why did I reply yeah. Okay, okay. so yeah thank you thank you yeah. for your time lovely thank you, thank you so much Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.